You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. It's 12 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Black Sash's Executive Director, Rachel Bukasa. Finance Minister Inokotongwane has allocated 30 billion rand towards inflation-linked increases for social grants. The old age and disability grants increased by 90 rand from the 1st of April and a further 10 rand from the 1st of October, a total increase to 290 rand per month. Child grants will also increase uh, to 510 rand from 480 rand and the foster care grant will increase by 1,130 rand. For more reaction, uh, we're joined on the line by Black Sash Executive Director Rachel Bugasa. Rachel, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Your reaction to what the Minister has announced here and also um, still nothing on the basic income grant. Yeah, I must say really disappointing to see that the Minister had an opportunity to take a poor-focused approach, or at least a poor-focused approach, and he chose not to do that. So though the budget comes across as useful or maybe okay for more the middle class, it doesn't take into context the reality on the ground. So, for example, the inflationary increase, well, actually, is it really inflationary? And seeing that the HRD has been reduced, the budget is actually reduced to 30 million for this year, um, as well as there not being anything about a basic income support clearly shows us that there's a disconnect from what's happening with the poorest of the poor in the country. Yeah, and, and it is a bit strange because, um, like, for instance, the State Bank, um, the basic income grant, again, is one of the ANC's um, resolutions out of um, its elective conference yet again, but still nothing. And I remember when I spoke to the minister after um, the the ANC's elective conference, on the sidelines of the ANC's elective conference, and he mentioned, for instance, the SRD grant, and he said that the SRD grant may just be positioned as a basic income grant. Um, and I asked him about the amount and whether the amount would increase. And um, it was clear that that amount wouldn't increase. This is now speaking about the SRD grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we see it again. Uh, and I think we've called on this over and over again. It's a political will thing. Um, and until the, the political will shift towards understanding the issues on the ground and why it's important that there's a basic income support grant, we will keep seeing these kinds of things. So while we welcome things like, you know, the things around energy, the tax rebates, et cetera, those are more middle class like um, issues mm. and that the budget didn't take into consideration at all what it's like on the ground. And we can't continue to pretend the problem does not exist. And I think it's this approach of always pretending and not not considering that that has gotten us as a country to the state we're in currently. Yeah, and I saw a report um, indicating or suggesting that when it comes to the SRD, oh, but just just quickly, uh, confirmation that the SRD grant remains 350 rand. Yes. Okay, yes, it remains 350 rand. Yes. Um, there was a report indicating that the SRD grant, uh, since its implementation back in 2020, the value of it, um, it has lost about 20% considering the high economic, um, the, high, uh, the, 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 the cost of living and also looking at um, inflationary related costs when it comes to just the food basket. Yeah. So what yeah. do you do with the 350 rand? And, and that's the problem, right? There isn't a sense of getting a real understanding of what you do with it. So even at full value for argument's sake, 
what do you do with 350 rand? What currently we see on the ground without different research and being amongst the people is that they buy a big packet of maize meal, big packet of sugar, and then hope to alternate between pup and porridge for most of the month. But now when you take into account the fact that the, the, what 350 was back in 2020 is not the same now, what you have is people who are continually dying of hunger while government pretends that this issue is not happening. Yeah. That's what that simply means, yeah. So what should the next step then be? The next step should be firstly an acknowledgement of the fact that a, a grant is not a favor to anyone. You're not doing anyone a favor by giving a grant that gives someone dignity. Because should people have jobs, people will take jobs over grants any day. But in the absence of that, we need to be a society that focuses on human rights and looks after people. Yes, there are fiscal constraints. No one disagrees with that. But those fiscal constraints have to be looked at through the lenses of human rights approach. Um, you can't preach about money when you have people dying of hunger. No, that does not make sense in the society that we're in currently. Yeah. Then the other part is around the fear that we could just find ourselves having more and more people relying on the state for some sort of of income. I'm um, just trying to see what that figure was that the president mentioned during one of um, the meetings of the ANC, the ANC and national executive meetings that, that, that was held, a special meeting that was held, where he spoke about this issue around the increase in people relying on the state. Yes, so there would be an increase, but that has nothing to do with the fact that a grant amount is anything fancy or something worth looking forward to. The reason we have an increase in people relying on the state is because the state systems have failed. It's because people do not have jobs, people do not have mechanisms to feed themselves. It's not because no rational person would give up an opportunity to work, get money, to pay for their lifestyle or get some sense of dignity. No one would give that up for 350 rand, for crying out loud. So when this, this idea that rationality goes out the door when we're talking about the poor is quite frankly insulting. Yeah, that's 18 million. The, sorry, here's the statement. It says nearly 18 million beneficiaries of states grants such as old aid pension, child support and disability grants. In addition, around 7.4 million people receive the 350 uh, social relief grant. Um, that's nearly um, a third of our population, if not over. Yeah, exactly. So if you think about the unemployment rate, um, I stand to be corrected, but we were at some stage at 43%. Of course, what do those between 18 and 59 who have no jobs, who have no family structures, who have no support structures do? They do need the support. So for the middle class, or you and I, for example, mm -hmm. most of us are just a couple of paychecks away from being destitute on the street as well. Yeah. And so it's not that we're creating a dependency. No, it's government's inefficiency that is creating that dependency because what else are people supposed to do while they starve? Is there anything that as individual societies we can do to try and arrest that? So essentially what we, you know, people always say every time we have conversations around grants, it's no, you need to teach people how to fish instead of handing over fish. Mm. Okay, fine. Go teach to fish. Go teach them fish. Fishing. You know, people say things that sound good in theory, but not in reality. So currently, we do need to, as a society, put pressure on government. You have one of two options. One, get your systems in, work, uh, in, in place working. Get our employment, uh, uh, unemployment rate under control. Get people a bare minimum standard of living. 
or deal with the ground issue in the meantime. You can't have it both ways. You can't have a collapsing economy and mm. simultaneously make people feel like they should be grateful for 350 rand that will barely last a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and and for instance, if you look at the with the solar panel initiative, um, where there would be a twenty five percent tax rebate or or the maximum being fifteen thousand for the individual, the question there also is how many individuals, considering our levels of inequality in this country, would be able to afford even a fifteen percent, twenty five percent discounted um, solar panel. Yeah, exactly. As I said, the budget is very much a middle class centric focused one realistically exactly as you say how many people in reality on the ground can afford this and also they it doesn't even take into account the implications of suggesting that our people can just suddenly have access to solar and what that takes so again we see that it's an efficiency of system the solar thing was not now it's been a couple of years ago that it was suggested that we start taking this approach from a ground up but again it wasn't done now suddenly this policy is supposed to be received as some you know relief for people yeah it's relief for the middle class has nothing to do with the poor which is unfortunately the majority of our society thank you so much for your time rachel bukasa is the executive director at black sash